The show you're about to listen to is very old and comes with a warning. When we recorded these shows over a decade ago, the world was a different place and we were little more than children. As a result of this, you might hear a few things that by today's standards we judge to be inappropriate or offensive. Please don't be offended. In the years that have passed since recording these shows, we've all grown up to be wonderful, loving, liberal, free-thinking, open-minded individuals. If the us from over a decade ago say something to upset the you of today, please understand that we're as disgusted with ourselves as you are. But isn't this what life is all about? Learning and growing? We all said and did things in our younger days that make us cringe when we think about them. We just recorded it and put it out on the internet. With all that in mind, I hope you enjoy the show. Oh, and there's just one more thing. Don't email the show or try to enter competitions. We don't have that email anymore and all the competitions are over. We do have a Facebook group where you're very welcome to discuss any aspects of the podcast. Please visit simplysyndicated.com for more information. Okay. It's working. Okay. So, so we're hijacking the beginning of the podcast again. Yeah. It's always us who does this. It is, yeah. We shouldn't do it all the time. We don't do it all the time. Well, we can't help it sometimes. Well, we have all it the microphones. It tends to be Friday when we think, shit, we need to hijack. This is the problem with doing three weeks in a row. Yeah. But here we go. Let's. Ta- We've got stuff to talk about now. As you know, it's our first birthday coming up. Woohoo! Are we going to have cake? We are going to have cake. Smashing. I'll be there. Well, of course you'll be there. But we have other things too, and that's what we need to talk about now, isn't it? Yeah. Go on then, you put something in the forum. Yes, I put a thread in the forum. Um, What's the title of it? It's um, The the official official first birthday thread. For the first birthday. I should have brought that up before we did this. Sorry. What? I'm sorry I'm interrupting you. It's okay. Um, so we've got this birthday thing coming up and we'd like you to go to this thread on our forums and give us any kind of just random movie phrases, movie-related stuff, maybe even a sentence that could well be followed with the word discuss. Throw random stuff at us because we want to um, do the other thing that we're good at, which is tangents. So, um, yeah, we'd like you to build the show, basically. We're doing a birthday show of tangent. Yeah. Excellent. It's going to be fun. Much better idea than <laughs> everything else, really. Well, yeah, we thrashed a few out, didn't we? Yeah. But that was the winner. So, yeah, if you have anything to say, go to our forum, simplysyndicated.com slash movies you should see. There's a button on the right that says forums. That's all you have People to do. have had trouble with that. Have they? Yeah. It's a button. It says forums. I can't make it clearer. No, you can't. Not really. Um, but there it is. That's where it is, on the right-hand side page of the Movies You Should See page on simplysyndicated.com. That's it. We should say we're also going to be videoing this. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Full-length video of at least the birthday episode. I'm quite tempted to think that as we'll have a film crew here and we'll be doing three episodes, you never know. You, know, you don't know what might happen. Could be fun. It's not a regular thing. No. I want to make that very clear right now to anyone who's thinking, <laughs> they're going to do a video show. We're not doing a video show because that would kill us. Yeah, it would. And, uh, you know, and you, really you don't want to look at Mike for that long. Yeah. 
You don't, and the light reflecting. No, no. <laughs> mean. mean. Um, so that will be out and probably price. Your pasty complexion uh, dulls the glare somewhat, Richard. Yeah. Well, pasty and red. Yeah. Damn sun. Damn sun. Damn oh, sun. Yeah. You've made me lose my point now. I'm We're sorry. going on for ages, and this is not even the show started yet. Were you talking about average ordinary people? <laughs> I should, at least. Average Ordinary People, you know the film that we made. Mike directed and wrote it. Smart ass. Yeah. Um, Very good, though. It is available on DVD. However, now, if you go to the store, simplysyndicated.com slash store, there's a button, especially for Average Ordinary People, I'm knocking the mic, where you can not only buy the DVD, but you can buy the iPod version and not only that, but we split it up into four episodes as well. So you can watch a mini series yeah. of average ordinary people and each episode is available. Oh, that's wicked. But not only that, you can watch the first one. It's on there. Just go to the page free. and for free, it will just, you, you click it. It says in big letters, click here to play episode one. Excellent. If you click it, that's it will play good, episode one right there in your browser. That's a good little episode. That's fun. Yeah. It's a good episode. If you haven't checked it out, do so. It's on the on the page of the store. The store. It's actually simplysyndicated.com slash store slash AOP. Oh, okay. If you want to navigate through my file system. <laughs> if you don't, just go to the website and go to the store. There's a button that says store. Also, very clear. It's at the top, though. <laughs> Up at the top. Not on the bottom. No, no. not on the bottom, not on the right. Top. Up at the top. Yeah. Okay. We're done here. Are we? We should be. Nothing Look, else to say. Four minutes, okay. 46 seconds, and Big we've two. not even done the little drumming bit yet. I've got to shift all that stuff on the garage band now. Oh, oh, no. oh. Get your drum kit out then. Here's the shot. Okay. to movies you should see tonight we're going to do uh, City of God the 2002 Brazilian film uh, also called Cidade de Deus I'm Alison Downing I'm Richard Smith I'm Mike Dawson I'm Craig Bevan I'm coming to you via the awesome processing power of a Sinclair ZX Spectrum I'm Tristan <laughs> enjoy enjoy my bit crunched voice I will. This yeah, is amazing. You sound good, actually. Tea. Yes, yes. With a dog. With the Tea dog, with dog mug. Yeah. Tea with a dog mug. Yeah, we've I'm got sorry, um, for... we've got Tristan live on satellite feed from Nottingham. <laughs> Nottingham. Where is the maid, Marion? <laughs> she has the um, Nottingham twang. We we should yeah. explain briefly that this is because your car died earlier this week. Yes. Yeah, my car is fishing. The dead. Enterprise. Has hunger pits boots. It's you know it's it's wicked because you guys call it the Enterprise. My school friends call it the Falcon. You know that's more apt in the sense that it's a dilapidated piece of crap, but it's not the fastest hunk of junk in the galaxy. Yeah, no. 
It's more like right. Serenity. It kept going and going and shouldn't have. Yeah. It should have died years ago. Yeah. 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 But you yeah. had Kaylee working on it for a while, didn't you? So. I, I did, but, you know, Serenity does have a vaguely funereal kind of feel to it, and yeah. Yeah. quite rightly so. What are we talking about? Let's move on. City, City of God. God. We've got people on and everything. We're just rambling and rambling about nothing. Okay. That's because we like got, the sound of our own voices. So, directors. Uh, right, okay. Here we are we going to do again. the people on thing first? What? Are we? Are we going to play like their review first? And then yeah, then? Are you, well, you forgetting, yeah, forgetting well, stuff. Well, well, give the directors and a couple okay. of the actors are you first, ready? and then I have to do this in kind of Spanish. Yeah, yeah, but we'll we'll go for Fernando <laughs> Mirel or Mireles and Katia Lund. I want to mention her name because she often gets uh, forgotten. Um, so, Richard, we've got people on. Yes. Some of you may remember from some time ago, we did an episode called Attack the Gas Station. And on that phone, on that ship phone, you know, it's these bloody headphones with the delay in my head. Craig, are you wearing shorts? Yeah. It's it's an occasion. (laughs) Very rare I get these chickens out. Sorry, Rich has just turned the webcam around so I could see who was talking. I saw Craig's pearly white legs. It just shocked me. (laughs) My Caribbean tanned legs. (laughs) (laughs) You can tell all you did when you went to Las Vegas was gamble. Jesus. Well, just (laughs) sit. (laughs) Just sit in air conditioning. That's all I did. (laughs) Okay, so this week we have guest podcasters on doing their review of this film before we start. Rim and Scott from Geek Nights. You can get their podcast, Geek Nights, at frontrowcrew.com or check it out on iTunes. It's brilliant. I love it. Listen, it's actually now the only podcast that I get excited about downloading. Now. Is it really? Yeah. All the others oh, are yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, you they're just- not. <laughs> I'm just, being, I'm just being purposely... Anti- no shades of grey, just black and white. Yeah. <laughs> black. So it's Rim and Scott. Uh, we will hand over to we'll them. We'll hand over to them. Okay. Take it away. Hello, movies you should see. Geek Nights here again. We're here today to talk to you about the movie City of God. Which was, in our opinion, absolutely fantastic. I would say that City of God has about... One million cubits of awesome. It's maggoty with cubits. It is. If I had to make a top ten list of movies ever, City of God would make that list every damn time. I Not mean, just, you know, there are some movies that you like a whole lot, but you recognize that they aren't really the greatest movies. And there are some movies that you recognize are the greatest movies, but you're, they're not very entertaining. City of God is the best of both. It's one of my favorite movies, and it's incredibly well made. I think the thing about it that really grabbed me was that it's a whole bunch of completely different stories that are all intertwined, and all these characters, and it cuts between really good humor, really violent, just death and carnage, and just all these different slices of life, and it cuts through all of them in such rapid succession, but in the end, it comes full circle right back to the point that it ends with the same scene it began on. Yeah, it's really hard to put this movie into a particular genre. I mean, you can't say it's a comedy. You can't say it's a war movie. You can't say it's a slice of life movie. You can't say it's a love movie. You can't say it's a gang and mafia movie. You can't say it's a biography or documentary, but it's all of those things at once and more. And the best part is it's every time it does one of these things, it does it in a somewhat unpredictable way. And once the concept or once that bit 
has played out to the point where you could predict what's going on or it would become a cliche, it moves on to the next bit. The other thing is that it's based on a true story, a real guy and his real life. Yet most movies that, you know, say based on a true story are just over-dramatized garbage. While this is, you know, dramatized, I guess if that's the word, I don't know. It's it's not to the point of silliness or fakeness. Like take an example from Hotel Rwanda, which I think also did that very well. Hotel Rwanda is very similar in the way it did that. Yes, I mean, they took a real subject and a real guy and a real happening and put it in a movie without making it stupid. Plus, this movie just has so many great lines. <laughs> you just killed the coolest hood in the city of God. Oh, shit. <laughs> ben is the man. Oh, yeah. He is definitely my favorite guy. Knockout Ned, my second favorite guy. Yep. Uh, little Zay, who did something I really didn't expect early on in the movie with that gun. Yeah, and then he becomes this crazy guy. And the scene with the kids is just crazy. The yeah. little kids. Uh uh, and there's just so much to this movie, and I'm really curious as to exactly how you guys are going to review it. Yeah, it's... If you want to talk about movies, you should see. City of God is a movie that everyone in the entire universe should see multiple times. Hey! And we're back. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> I, wish, I wish we could film just that bit. <laughs> and show everybody the pause. That it's because second. we all look at each other and go... Yeah, but Craig just did this crazy kind of... What did, Craig just did this kind of crazy engage kind of Picard thing. Just Make like, it so. <laughs> it, it, and I've seen it. I've seen it all. Um, God, it we right really off. should... On the grass. <laughs> we really should stop rambling because this is a very fucking important film. It's very yes, so thank you very much, Scott. Scott. Okay. Uh, Who wants to take it away with this one? Okay. Well, shall, I, shall I sum up the plot um, as briefly as physically possible? Go on then. Okay. Right. We have our main protagonist, a young chap from the City of God called Rocket. And the City of God is basically a place where the Brazilian government shoved all the homeless people from the cities. And as you'd imagine, it's a veritable breeding ground of crime and horrible things generally. Not a very nice place to live. A little bit like Brixton. So... <laughs> We then got. I was going to say no there are certain tune. areas of Leeds that reminded me of. Yeah, Hair Hills. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so Rocket is this, um, yeah, this nice young chap who has an older brother who is part of the Tender Trio, um, which is one of the many gangs in the City of God. Um, I won't go into the various details of the um, specifics specific plot points as it goes along but basically we get the story of many different characters over the course of about 10 to 15 years in this city not even that long really it's more like 10 years 10 years yeah and through that we see yeah literally so many different characters the protagonist isn't really the protagonist in the truest sense he is the only character who we really feel empathy for um, for a prolonged period of time. And he also doubles up as a narrator. Yeah. Mm. So well, he's, it, he's telling the story, story of City of God, basically. Is it his story? Because it's true story. Not, it's not just his story. Bits of it are his story. He's telling other people's story, which he happened to be around at that time. But he is, his narration role is kind of taken on because he's a, he becomes a journalist. 
and he becomes a photojournalist. Yeah. 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 So therefore, his role as photographer and storyteller and narrator kind of it does tie in very, very nicely to the context of the film. Yeah. You know, just to think that he did eventually become a journalist and he's telling us the story of what happened. Yeah. But it's that not a, his story, which is an interesting point. Basically, in the truest sense of the word, and I'm putting this as politely as possible, but the structure in a classical screenplay sense is utter bollocks. The That you never stay with one character for any meaningful length of time. We move on so fast and it's very hard to build up empathy with any one character. And if if it was in lesser filmmaking hands, it would be quite difficult. If to, it was in lesser filmmaking hands, it would it be would've... the first 20 minutes of episode two. Yeah, it, it would have been shit. <laughs> it, it would, there it you would go. Have, yeah, it would have That's been That's the thing. It'd have been shit. They managed somehow, miraculously, to pull out one of fantastic fucking film from what is a god awful structure. Really is. I no, I think it. I think basically the, the you've just got to be the the more characters you've got stories to tell, the more talented you've got to be to pull it off. It is and pure delivery, isn't it? That saves well, not saves this, but makes this piece. It's a very stylish film, though, as well, because I was expecting, from the things I heard about, I was expecting something very low budget. And <clears throat> and and for some reason, I was thinking, because it's low budget, it couldn't possibly be stylish, and I can't believe I even was stupid enough to think that. Um, and the first, the first kind of uh, inkling you get that it's really going to be buff in terms of shots is when the camera rotates all the way around Rocket when he's holding the football. That's an amazing yeah. shot. And you're just like, holy fuck, this rocks. There's some and shots, that- some some of the shots are fucking incredible. One That one in particular. Um, another one that sticks in my mind is when the police accidentally gun down the wrong guy and they say, this this guy isn't a hoodlum, he's a worker. Is that right? Well, we'll make him a hoodlum, put a gang in, uh, put a gun in his hand, fire off a round, and you watch a POV shot of the bullet fly, ricochet off a yeah. pipe, ricochet yeah. off another mm-hmm. pipe, and eventually hit and break a, a rear view mirror in yeah. a car it's fucking awesome the shot that sticks in my mind when they're playing football at the beginning and it introduces the three the runs, tender trio the tender trio and it pauses on a shot of the three of them but zooms in and out of each one individually as it tells you who they are which is just awesome yeah the whole simple, film is but... so stylized and so beautiful yeah and has the color yellow just yeah. as heat it's is the color blue this film is yellow Mm-hmm. Greedy places. Yeah, one thing I'd like that's in the fluorescent lights, which I think is very cool. Um, one thing I'd, I'd think to say, um, getting on to what you're saying about how many characters there were, Mike. What is really cool about this, though, is even though they don't focus on them all the time, you do get this wonderful just image, regardless of how inconsequential some characters are to the story. For example, the guy who finds his wife cheating on him and then kills her with a shovel and starts trying to bury it. Yeah. Do you remember that at the very yeah. beginning? I mean, that has no consequence to the story whatsoever, but you just it, it just gives you a taste of the it kind of shit to that the is going mood on. Yeah, and the whole feeling within the whole place. Yeah, yeah and that was working. What kind of stuff goes on? Yeah, there. yeah. Mm. So this, I mean, you've got the antagonist, as it were, little Z um, or little Dice, who later becomes little Z, and you've also got. The uh, Benny, uh, Knockout Ned, 
um, <laughs> a few other characters who come, you know, who run pretty much through at least an entire act. But then, yeah, like you say, you have these little ins- inconsequent, ah, I can't inconsequential. Speak, inconsequential characters who pop up for a, a scene or two and have these lovely touching moments, which are, you know, which are beautifully handled. Yeah. Um, but don't make any <clears throat> bearing on the overall outcome of the plot line. Which, mm. uh, but yeah, yeah, they don't seem um, pointless in any way, and you don't not you don't want to skip on. Hang on, get back to the guys we care about. I don't want to see this shit. No, you actually do want to know what what's going on. Which is what is uh, what my my theory on this film is. It is a film about the city. Yeah, yeah, it's as a whole. It's it's yeah, the whole of the city, not not like. Yeah any individual in particular and that's the only real connection that every character in this film shares is the city of god basically it's a bit it's a bit more like a more linear sin city in that respect you know the people who aren't connected but they all live in the same shitty place but this actually follows on and each one is sort of half connected indirectly to the previous character yeah. Yeah. I wish I could come up with something more interesting to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, no, you say it so perfectly. I mean, what is there to add? Which well, worries me because I'm floundering a bit. Uh, well, I just want to talk about how, how dangerous the whole place feels. And Isn't there a documentary a attached to the DVD as well? Yes, so, there is. I've yeah. never watched I, it. I should check that out because uh, I'd like to see the, the, you know, the real kind of side of the fun yeah. of a real life. Um, I guess Tristan, you saw a bit of that while you were there. Go on. Yeah, it was it was weird. Well, because my my ideas of the favela were based on what we learned in geography, which I think was from videos that were made in the seventies. Um, they were as up to date as that. And then what I kind of got firsthand when we were making playing with a shadow, and and of course my other reference would be City of God, my main reference. And what was surprising is the actual level of um, sanitation that exists, for example. I was expecting the rawest of raw shitholes because, I mean, it's meant to be... The favelas are meant to be some of the most dangerous places on the planet. Yeah. Um, But yet you've got, you know, you've got running water, you've got metered electricity, you've got phone lines, you've got... All that stuff is there, even in the poorest of the poor places. Um, But, I mean, in terms of danger, I didn't feel scared... But that's only because of the people that were escorting me. Yeah, yeah you were you know, they told me you felt safe. Yeah, well, Brazilians that were respected. Right. You know, um, and they, they basically... No, but the people that <laughs> Daffy was with. Yeah. Yeah, and it was just basically a case of if you go in by yourself, you're going to be in trouble. So, I mean, I can't... real feeling when you're watching it that it's it a terrible place. It scares the shit out of me, to be perfectly honest with you. And there's gunshots going off, yeah. and any one mm. of them could hit you. Mm. Just the fact that there are these characters clearly have such a disregard for human life. Yeah, especially the it, police. At some points... We're even the like police, especially, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, it's, it's nearly every group, Yeah, really, which is just terrifying. Mm. 
The, it's like um, every man for himself in there. Yeah, the dis- disregard for human life, as well with the fact that some of these are small children with guns, oh, like yeah. Little Dice's um, early sequences. I don't think we we can give this part away. Uh, basically, in one of the flashbacks, you have the Tender Trio, who I meant Trender, ah, fucking <coughs> Alice Delay. Tender Trio. Tender it's Trio, so who um, basically... Um, go in and rob a motel and they bring along uh, a young kid with him. He's about seven, eight years old. Yeah, like, about, about that. And, um, He's a boy with ideas. Boy, boy with ideas. He actually comes up with the idea of, of robbing the motel because it kind of doubles up as a brothel and no one's, none of the playboys, as they put it, are going to complain. So, but the tender trio go in and they force him to stay outside and tell him to shoot a window. If the police turn up, so he stays outside, a bit miffed that he's being left out of what is essentially his own plan. And then the police, uh, no, the police don't arrive. They end up robbing. They rob the place. Uh, the window gets shot out. They all leg it. Um, and then little dice. This, bear in mind, this is a seven-year-old kid played by a really young kid. Walks in, and where all the prostitutes and the clients and the managers and any one else has been tied up by the robbers in the previous scene and goes around and Execute. coldly executes yeah. all of them, mm. like everyone while they're tied up and is laughing as he's doing it. He like, you know, the first one he shoots and he pisses himself after he does it. Um, there's scenes later on with, uh, kids shooting kids, uh, to, uh, someone's given a choice. Do you want to get shot in the hand or in the foot? Well, Rim, Rim and Scott, mm. um, mentioned that scene yeah. in particular. Yeah, so harrowing it really is. I remember watching this the first time, and I'd heard so many things about how fucking dark it was and everything. And I was just watching it for the first hour. I was just thinking, "Uh, Morris Peros was better. What's going? What is this about? Oh my god, that kid shot the other kid. Oh fucking hell, you know. And after that, it just spiraled out of. That remains for me one of the most distressing things I've ever seen on film. (laughs) Is when the kid has to shoot the other kid. I don't think you'd find Joel Silver commissioning a film with that scene in it. Joel Silver doesn't have the balls. No. <laughs> I think it's um, really scary because... Although he'd make action are... figures of the kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, he would. And you know what they did in The Matrix was kind of raised... Shut the up, bar, Joel! So... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Alison. <laughs> um, I think what's really scary about that particular scene is that those children are children. And yep. it's really easy for us to look at them and think, oh, yeah, they're actors, but they're actually not. They're babes you know some of them look like five or six yeah and they've been handpicked out of the favela anyway haven't they they're Mm. local children Mm. um and they had to go through that scene you know just even filming it yeah it's got to a footbuster you could you couldn't make this in any so-called developed nation you couldn't do this in Europe or the States or Japan. Social services would be on your ass. (laughs) Exactly. Nowhere in the G8 could you make this, really. Is Uh, there anywhere in the G8 that's like that, though? No. No. Apart from Brixton. (laughs) 
It's really not. It's really not. It's a nice place. Yeah. I've never been to Brixton. It's not bad. You hear bad. things about it, but stuff. <laughs> it can't be as bad as all that. It can't it be is. City it's of God bad. It's, it's a scary interesting. place, Richard. You'd shit yourself. Man. I shit myself <laughs> like, when I go to your work. Yeah, you do. You do. It's like, oh, no, there's a drug user. <laughs> <laughs> never seen one of them before. <laughs> You've got the part of you that wants to curl up in a ball and cry. <laughs> and then you've got the other part that looks and thinks, you're not that big. And you look quite sickly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you fucking watch it, mate. <laughs> that sort of thing. And I'd rather think, get into a fight of a heroin addict than a drunk any day of the week. Exactly. That, that's the, but I don't want to get into a fight at all. That's the point. They're with their eyes closed, dribbling, going, oh, will somebody put some velvet underground on? We've had plans <laughs> like that, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, drugs, which feature mainly, they're quite a prominent part of the plot of um, well, City the, of God. It's the main money, isn't it? Yeah, basically. It becomes the main money, doesn't it? As yeah, they drift it's the currency, the pretty much, isn't it? They're in their teens. Mm. Mm. I like the fact that at the midpoint, because Little Dice, who kills all the people in the motel, later becomes Little Z, who then takes over all of the drug operations uh, well all the other drug dealers he wipes them out basically um and what was quite interesting was the fact that he he did this um in a very short sequence and he goes around and he kills them all and what is essentially a horrible thing to do actually cuts the crime down because there's no competition there's no drug dealers yeah. shooting drug dealers yeah. the playboys can come in and from the big cities and buy their drugs and feel safe and for a while uh, the city of god becomes bearable until all the shit kicks out which kicks off um yeah which is which is quite interesting that he actually does a little bit of good at some point Mm. And you also have a few moments where he almost gets it back, little Z. He's, you know, little moments of humanity. Yeah. Um, and it's only after the story with Benny that everything sort of descends. Yeah. After that point. We've lost Troy. Yeah. Yeah. So we know yes. it's just, um, um, hopefully he'll be back shortly. We've been having a couple of problems. Yeah. So, <laughs> excuse me. So, yeah. Now, has anyone seen City of Men? No. No. I've seen one of them. City of Men is... Is that the series? Yeah, it's yeah. a TV series based... It's You can't really say it's based on City of God. Around. Yeah, the same yeah. sort of area. But it's modern day sort of thing. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And the one I saw followed two young lads. I don't think it's set in the same area either. It's set on a hill. A big right. hill. But for a TV series, very dark... Mm, and very I can imagine, yeah. And uh, probably quite groundbreaking stuff, Yeah, actually. I don't know what country it was made in and shown in originally. I would imagine Brazil. All right. I, I assumed that City of Man, that it might be a separate entity and they're using um, the similar title just to cash in on City They, they of sort of are, but it is a similar sort of thing. Right. Um, but it's ep- episodic. I don't know if it follows the same characters every week. Oh, is he back? Sorry. Yes, he's back. It's back from the dad. I think so. Speak if you can hear us. I think we can call him now. 
Oh, we're calling him. Yeah, and we're all just sat staring at the computer. Is this heat, you know? He's not helping stuff. Here we go. There we go. Hello. He's back. Sorry about that. No worries. No problem. We were just talking about City of Men. City of Men? Yeah. Have you seen it? No. Oh, hang on. Oh, that's you as well, isn't it? Hello. Uh, Here we go. I don't know what's going wrong with it. (laughs) Oh, well, we got video feedback now. There he is. Yeah. I think I think if that happens if that happens again, let's just say bugger the video feed. Yeah, I think it might be something to do with the video feed because you're running slowly. Yeah, okay. And the video feed is just for us, and it is it? just so for it's us. Not, it's not for the listeners. God, come on, let's talk not about not the film for yeah, yeah, we've, dri- we've drifted off into mm. weird yes. tech level. <laughs> that, that's not for everyone. No, no one wants that. I'll I'll cut that. I won't. (laughs) Right, pick up. Soundtrack. Soundtrack. Now, that was was what I was going to talk about earlier. Um, Damn. (laughs) Here we go. Well, what was interesting is you have these really harrowing things happening, like I've I've described earlier, Um, and yet none of it is detracted from by um, overly gushing and sentimental soundtrack. In fact, some of the more disturbing stuff happens to a kind of like funky beat. And, yeah. yeah, just percussive stuff. Yeah, percussive stuff. But even the percussive stuff, it's not like, you know, there's a chase scene and so we've got this really energetic, high-tension piece of music. You know, someone, like, has a personal tragedy, so we get a dajo for strings out. There's none of that shit. None of it needs that kind of emphasis. It's just shit on its own it doesn't need the music to back up how crap the situation is that was the only element i was going with are you actually going to be talking about the music no i just thought i'd throw soundtrack into the mix and see what people sort of contributed yeah i think it's nice and subtle it doesn't need to be any more sort of in your face than it already is has anyone got the soundtrack. No, no but it I, is good. I would love to get it. It is really yeah. good. Really nice 70s stuff. Um, yeah. Some yeah. stuff you've never stuff heard. That they play the bit, in the club. When Kung Fu fighting comes yeah. on, and yeah. it's just like, that's just so out of context. It's but a not one song in any country. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the thing that I read on IMDb earlier uh, was about um, Knockout Ned. Yeah. Because he's actually a, a soul salsa singer who's massive in Brazil, apparently. And he's got a song of his on the soundtrack. What? I don't know the what actor? Yeah, the guy who plays Knockout Ned. Yeah. He's a bit of a soul salsa right. geezer. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. I'm sure he'll have a track popular. on the album. Yeah. So we have no idea who he is, oh, but he's. You were saying before, Mike, that. Knockout Ned's the biggest tragedy of the piece. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Too. Yeah, Knockout Ned. Apart from I, I, that child. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I mean, he's, he's he's a fairly straight down the line type of guy, isn't he? Yeah. And then, well, he's he works in the city on that's a bus. It, yeah, he's kind of broke free, hasn't he? Yeah, and it's it's fucking horrible. Uh, just the way that all descends. I won't tell you how exactly that concludes, but Knockout Ned starts with this, um, yeah, he works on the bus, he's gotten out of the city of God, he's telling all the kids, you know, don't don't go with the gun, don't go with crime. Yeah, he's a popular guy and everyone listens to him. He's a good-looking well, yeah. guy, he's a yeah. popular guy. And um, one night, because his girlfriend, he, uh, Little Z asks his girlfriend out, and just because... 
he she's with knockout Ned, and yeah. he's jealous, and he's jealous. Yeah. He then rapes his girlfriend um, and leaves him alive. And uh, in a moment that's actually quite darkly comic, uh, Knockout Ned is um, sat by himself in his his mother's house and just says to himself, why didn't he kill me? Mm. And then it cuts back to little Z walking away and says, wait a minute, why didn't I kill that fucker? (laughs) And they turn around, go back to his house, shoot up the house, kill Knockout Ned's brother, kill his uncle, um, like, like wreck his mother's house and everything. And it's just a horrible sequence. Then Knockout Ned joins um, the, the rival, rival drug guy, gang, yeah. and uh, to get a sort of revenge. Yeah, isn't to it? get yeah. revenge. Yeah. He's but, only there for that, isn't he? He's not there to yeah. do any badness. Not uh, initially, and yeah. then he says, "Yeah, okay, I'll join you guys, but no innocent bystanders." Yeah, they've got no moralistic rules, haven't they, to yeah. their code, if you would. And surely, as you expect, those rules go out of the window. There's an exception to every rule, and then the exception becomes the rule within a, sh- a three, uh, a, a few short heists. And the tragedy that unfolds just gets me every time. It's fucking horrible. Because mm-hmm. he's essentially a good man who That's it, yeah. nothing wrong yeah. until yeah. that kind of thing. Just happened to go out with a girl who got asked out by the wrong guy at the yeah. wrong time. Yeah, uh, it's just. Oh God! Yeah, it's yeah. horrible. It's horrible. Mm. Horrible. Mm. I'm sorry, I've not said anything for like 20 minutes. No, you haven't. I've been, been videoing with the video. Sorry. <laughs> There's a nice comedy element as well. There's something that, regardless of how dark the story is, there are those nice elements of comedy, like the fact they point out that um, Bill Z is really ugly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's why you can't awesome. get a girl. It doesn't matter, you know, all the money he's got, what kind of gangster he is, and how powerful he is. He's really ass, ass rough. <laughs> you know, I think I'm going to get has... the video off. Okay. Yeah, do it. Sorry, he's, he's fucking up. I'm just going to cut off. Sorry. There, yeah. There's definitely a, an undercurrent of faith as well in this movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, well, the whole title suggests it as well. It's the city where God lives, yeah. or it's yeah. God's city. It belongs to him. And a lot of the guys, when they're in their teens, you know, when we first get introduced mm. to them, um, they say to each other when they're just about to go off and do something terrible, oh, God, God, go with you. Yeah. Mm. You know, that I see, a lot of the guys God's are decent guys. Them, it's just the situations that they're put in and brought up in, and yeah. they just end up in this whole heap of shit. Yeah. And that's the only way they know. This comes back to what we were talking about, about people not believing that they're doing bad things. Yeah. Right. And it's justifiable to them. That's yeah. completely justifiable to mm. them because they've got um, a hidden goal, a goal that's not hidden to them at all. And they think that they're in their public service. They don't see themselves as criminals no. or murderers or gangsters. There are elements of that. It's... I mean, when they rob the gas truck exactly. and they start shouting, who wants free gas? And yeah. everyone comes up and nicks the gas. The it's community kind of benefits. Isn't it? Yeah. 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 So it it's gets just, tolerated. It's, it's almost a way of life, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It, it's almost as if that exonerates them from the killing. Mm. Yeah. Really, which is a bit dark. Well, that yeah. people are put in the situation where getting free gas is worth, you know, living in such a 
Well, it's these Price. characters who can't, you know, these children who can barely read, can't write, but they can pick up a gun. Yeah. Mm. And it's, you know, you, you see it worldwide in you know, like all the stuff you see about some African nations where the shit's going down. You know, they, they can't get food, but they can get an AK-47, mm. you know, and it's just that. That horrible, raw situation where you put undereducated people in the wrong situation with weapons and in an enclosed environment because yeah. the, the yeah. favela has only one way in and one way out, so they're prisoners in yeah. effect. It reminded they're me very much of Brad. Prisoners, <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, you get that isolation, that trapped sense from the whole piece you know like it comes full circle sort of thing it is one massive tragedy at the end of the day everyone wants to get out but you notice throughout the piece the people that try and get out don't succeed because they always get dragged back or killed along the way well the only person who doesn't want to get out is little z but yeah, he wants yeah. to well, be the boss. He's, he's the he's Don, king, really, isn't he? Yeah. So. He wants to be the king of the city of God. Yeah. And, yeah, they all they all want to escape it in somehow. And mm. they, the people who get the closest just get wiped out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, Benny, should we talk about Benny? Because Benny's mint. Benny is mint. His hair okay. is wicked. Yeah. Yeah. That hair just rocks. Benny, Tristan, try and tie up a... Type a little quieter. Sorry, I wasn't so, sure whether you were picking that up. Sorry, yeah. dude. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, Carry on. Benny and uh, the character of Rocket are all sort of um, are like the only really truly sound characters in yeah. the piece, all the main characters anyway. And Benny's um, little Z's friend from from childhood, and um, he doesn't want to go with the whole gangster. Like you know, he kills people, but you still like him. It's it's really weird. He steals Rocket's girlfriend, um, who's fit. Yes. <laughs> so fit. Um, it's untrue. And you just feel raw for Rocket because he yeah. gets so close. And then, like, nah, it's nah, not going to happen for you, mate. But Benny's cool. Isn't but Benny's he's cool. And you, he's just, la- he is he's ladies. Got really, really cool clothes. He likes disco. Uh, yeah. Party. Pure ladies. Yeah, completely. Yeah. <laughs> And he's yeah, he's just a wicked character, and his story's equally tragic to Knockout Ned, and mm. is a horrible kind of end. Although not tragic in the sense that he brings forward his own demise. He, you know, it's it's the fact that he gets so close. Yeah, and yeah. Then, which probably makes Knockout Ned more tragic because he got out. Well, yeah, yeah, and he was out. Fate dragged him back in. Yeah, it's just yeah. I just see Benny as a star that burns really, really brightly because he's he's the flamboyant one. He doesn't look like anybody else from the family. You know, he looks like a city kid, even though he's not. He's also the main appeasing factor as well. Yeah. Anytime that like there's trouble and you see sometimes like he calms down little Z. He's, yeah, he's in, in fact, diplomat. he's little Z's only check. Yeah. And when he's, he's the only one that Z listens to. Yeah. And when he's gone, everything, that's when the spiral starts going viciously, out viciously of out of control. Yeah. The, um, what was the other thing I was going to say about this? 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The body count. <laughs> like usually. Oh, it's huge. It's, it's massive. It's it's got to be. I mean, sometimes like the main problem I had with say Black Hat Dan, Black Hawk Down, Black, Black Hat Dan, Black Hat Dan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that hurt. <laughs> But yeah, the main problem I had with Black Hawk, fucking hell, Black Hawk Dam was the fact that it. The <laughs> this violence, is why people think we're pissed when we do this. Yeah, yeah, it was the fact that it became saturated. That the the violence after a while, you know, after the like, half an hour of this raw violence, you became numb to it. You became numb to it, yeah. and you never become numb to the violence in City of no, God. It, it doesn't let up hard. for a second. It keeps going. There's so many people who get killed. None of the characters are safe. Any apart from our narrator and you only know he's safe is because he's narrating the fucking yeah, thing yeah. and you know any of them could be killed at any time and that's sort of what keeps you on the edge that the gunshot literally could come out of nowhere I mean even the most shocking death in an American or Hollywood television show or in any you know like the shocking deaths in 24 you see them coming a split second before because you always get that like little rise in tension yeah. and no how matter how matter <clears throat> no matter how good a director that is on it they can't resist putting that little rise yeah, of intention yeah. just, just beforehand to boost just, it just to bit. boost it up yeah. a little bit this does not, not it literally comes that. out of nowhere and you don't know you just don't know where the next bullet's coming from like you uh, you imagine real life yeah yeah you, you know mm. just people walking along bam dead yeah none of this you know seeing the guy walk around the corner with the gun the shady guy raising yeah. it slowly with the high strings yeah, yeah. the soundtrack playing Plane, out yeah. of nowhere <laughs> when you get shot in a street yeah shit the soundtrack yeah. i'm gonna get shot oh fuck <laughs> who's that guy if someone was gonna kill you because you'd slowly see the like the orchestra assembling nearby <laughs> Yeah. When, everyone, when the telly's come in, it's time to run. Everyone has start getting shifty. Like you're in an outdoor restaurant, you see like the orchestra forming. Everyone's looking around. Is it going to be you? Is it me? I mean, <laughs> what is it going to be? It's like if you're actually a character in 24. You know, you just get. Hang on, look at look at the watch. Right, it's getting near to the top of the hour. I'm going to go for a piss. I'll be back at five past. You just know. Like, I'm not going to stick around. It's nearly two o'clock. I'll see you it's at ten past. It's been six hours since. <laughs> Tony died. I'm fucking out of it. You know, it could be me. Yeah. You know, See it at ten past. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that the time? That the t- it's ten to. I've got some urgent yachting I've, I've, business I've, in the South Seas of China. Yeah, I've just got to check my MySpace for five minutes. Yeah, no one has realised yet. Five years this has been happening, and no one has ever said to Jack, Jack, have you noticed that every bad thing <laughs> happens to you exactly an hour apart? Yeah. Have you noticed how every uh, situation, every major situation we deal with, nicely wraps up 24 hours after it starts? It's, yeah, yeah, no, I hadn't really. I, mean, I, I noticed like, that. Like exactly 24 hours. Yeah. To no, the not second. even 10 past, but exactly 24. <laughs> I'm so engrossed in my job, I don't notice. Yeah, the progression of Jack Bauer's voice in season one, it was, you know, give me those codes. And by the end of it, he's like, no, no, give me those codes. Literally comes up. God, still, if they brought out the Jack Bauer voiced car navigation system. Oh, I would love that. You'd have my money there. Copy there. Turn left now. (laughs) No, right. You're making a mistake. If you don't turn right now, I will kill you. (laughs) (laughs) That thing. Oh, you'd have one. 
Yeah. You would. You, you would. would. You'd just drive round just to hear it. I know <laughs> Just round and round the street. <laughs> No, not, not even in the car, just all of it, running around. Yeah. Right. <laughs> take me to Nuneaton. <laughs> you ever done that thing where you go through a McDonald's drive through with no car and pretend you're in one? No. <laughs> no. Just, just like walk Weird. round Do you like, as if you're in a car. Hold the steering wheel. <laughs> wind the window down. And when they say to you, you say, hang on. I've got to film this. I've got to film this. Which is all of you, which just turn the stereo down and just imagine We've got to film this. Yeah. Yeah, can we do it? Let's do it as a short. All yeah. four of us mime. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be awesome. It's just one of the and best then, I've ever done in real life. And then. <laughs> and then, and then, and then. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we've gone to tangents. I'm speaking again. Hey. Tangent. There's oh, some fantastic God. trivia here on IMDb. Go, go for it. it. Um, in order to increase the tension between Little Dice and Mareko, I don't know what his name is. Sorry. Um, I know that Little Dice is Cadinho. Uh, um, Fatima Toledo, who's the acting coach, told him to bully... Uh, little dies 15 days in the scene where he slaps him Douglas Silver and um, little dies started crying and threatened to abandon the movie so the angry look he gives to Mareko in the movie is real <laughs> that's raw yeah William Freakin book of directing uh, pure method see that's a fun thing to do to fuck with your actors yeah, yeah. tell yeah. one of them to slap the other but don't tell that one he's being slapped yeah Oh, I love doing that. They do that with train, <laughs> training, um, riot police, and you'll get one cop in the corner who's the, uh, the prisoner causing a riot or something. And they're not, they'll, they'll tell all the cops to go at him. And, um, they do this a few times. And then the training coach will go over to the group of cops and say, this guy's going to put up a really fucking harsh fight. So you've got to take him down. He's going to really struggle. And then he goes over to the other guy and says right now drop like a sack of shit when they come over to you just to see how they they work that one it's yeah. fucking awesome crazy hmm. i think my favorite thing that i've just read is um the scene where the gang prays before the war was not scripted during the shooting a, a young boy who used to be on a real gang asked the director if the group was not going to pray like they always did before any important confrontation with the enemies Mary told to him to lead the prayer as they shot the scene fucking awesome Wicked. amazing Tom Cruise insisted on a similar thing before they did the scene in uh, War of the Worlds <laughs> <laughs> what was that thing we read that he insisted that there be a Scientology tent on set oh dear and one well, of the when... Jewish members sent a memo to Steven Spielberg asking where the Jewish tent was <laughs> uh, didn't get a reply don't know why Ooh, Tom, Tom. Someone actually came up with a really interesting perspective, which I just never thought of. Like, Chrissy B just turned around and said, why is Tom Cruise pretending that he buys into this shit? Him and Travolta, they're both intelligent human beings. Why are they pretending they're into this crazy, crazy shit? And Who I thought, knows? Are they, see, and I just thought, yeah, are they making it up? Or are they really weird? I honestly think they're really weird. I honestly think so too. The longest time I thought Scientology was um, 
was uh, logical. Sci- a, a, well, no, a logical <laughs> approach to the Bible, or something. No. You know, like actually uh, taking everything we know in science and applying it to the Bible. Of course, I knew nothing. No, uh, aliens came on DC tens. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe that's why Travolta likes it. Mad. Yeah, it's got yeah. planes in it. And, and so. The last little bit of trivia here is that little Z, he, he had no ambition to be an actor at all. He only went to the audition to keep his mate company. <laughs> brilliant. He's That's awesome. Amazing. He's awesome. He's fucking That's awesome. Amazing. That was a complete accident, as was the last scene where the slipper gets left behind. Oh, completely brilliant. unscripted, just happened. Well, that's Christ. the thing. There was a there was a famous quote um, from Orson Welles when he was talking about the, you know that the majority of brilliant cinematic moments that we know today, like Indy shooting the um, the guy with the sword, and yeah. you know, yeah. is all accidental. And Orson Welles says, "Yes, uh, you could even say that a director is a presider over accidents." <laughs> and uh, you know, that's just a fucking wicked quote. About yeah. you, you certainly were. <laughs> <laughs> two black yeah, eyes, just, two features. I was going to say that's just Little Rich's car. We can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to, to explain that, we had Little Rich. Yeah. So called because I'm taller than him. Who was called Little D previously. And you're was he? Rich, no, I was yeah, just trying to do a really bad reference to City of God. Sorry. And, and anyway, he was an assistant director on AOP. And every time he was on set, something happened to his car. Well, it was on the reshoots because he didn't have his car on the main shoot. He had, it was on the reshoots. And on one week, he got a parking ticket because he was <laughs> in the wrong place. Uh, the next week of reshoots, he got done doing 98 on the M1. Um, <laughs> and they just about didn't take his license off him. And then in the following week, he reversed his car into a under, underground car park pillar. <laughs> uh, all entirely his fault all entirely his fault in like three sequential weeks literally I didn't reverse into a pillar I drove pillar drove into me into the machine that you put your ticket in as you leave let's get the change Justin was there he saw the whole thing including the look on my face as the squeaking sound of my car rubbing across the metal of the machine because you've just got to go forward Oh dear! It's just this look on his face of oh, this shouldn't be happening. <laughs> how, how is this happening? It was horrible. <laughs> Mummy, make it go away. Uh, right, have we got anything else to, to say on this? Because um, we're in, we're floundering. Alison, Alison, think... say something really intelligent. Oh God! Sorry, put you on the spot. Things out of the hat. Um, I I think that there's a reason why Rocket tells a story and nobody else, and that's because. Since he was a child, he had a camera in his hand. And that's a simple fact of how that story is recorded, mm. is how Rocket saw it with his camera and with his eyes. And um, there's somewhat of an uplift towards the end when that just seems like it wasn't just a hobby, but a rescue out of... Mm. Well, yeah. there's a clear message at the end of this piece, and... It's just don't pick up a gun, pick up anything else. Like, you know, you know, as much as people who use guns are in a craft or whatever you want to call it, or a profession, if you want to call it, if you're not going to use it for a professional purpose, 
pick up something else, pick up yeah. a camera, pick up a, pick up a pen and paper, you know, do Great. anything creative and not destructive. And that's, I mean, you know, it's not a subtle message, but it is clearly that, yeah, like you say, that's the, his escape, yeah. the camera. I have a question. Uh-huh. Little Z. Uh-huh. Is it Z a word or the uh, letter? It says here, little Z. Z comes from Jose. Joseph. Oh, so it's a, a, a word. Um, yeah, it's a short okay. form of Joseph. Because ah, in the car on the way over, you referred to him as little Z. No. You did. I called him little Z. It was only once. All oh, right. Oh, okay. But, but, that was, probably, that was probably just my cerebral pathways going into null and void. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Should we wrap so, up yeah, City I of think God? Should. Yeah. Think so should. you should see City of God. It is a movie you should fantastic see. Fantastic film. Yeah, well, we really haven't done it justice today, have we? Well, oh, I we talked about we this thing. Paranoid. We don't want to go any further with details because the story needs to unfold for the viewer. Mm, yeah. Any more input from us about what happens in that film? It's basically, it's very complicated in terms of narrative. It's very well shot. It's very exciting. You will be thoroughly absorbed. Mm, yeah. Definitely. And the lighting's beautiful. The lighting's beautiful. The editing is slick as fuck. Yeah, it's crazy. The acting is fantastic. I, I will yeah. say this. This. I watched it this week and it was the second time I've watched it. Um, I watched it the first time years ago and I did find it quite difficult to follow the first time around. You have Be- to commit to watching you, you it. Watch it. You, you can't time. leave Even, the room yeah. at all. Even then, I, I'd recommend watching it twice. Definitely. Watch it once. But get the sub- feel. Subtitles as well. So yeah, it's easy what? to sink in on the second time. Yeah. It's easy just to follow who's who and what's actually happening yeah, yeah. to who at any given time. Excellent. Then. Yeah. So should we do the wrap up stuff? Yeah, we okay. should. Again, we thanks to Rim and Scott, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. For, uh, yeah do check out, that check them out. the website is frontrowcrew.com. They're slightly more energetic than us, aren't they? That's because right now, it's a hundred degrees in this room. Yeah, it's <laughs> very warm. I'm um, sat perfectly still and I'm dripping with sweat. We're in the north of England. We're used to being very cold. So yeah. this is God. I mean, I am see through in different parts of me. You know, that's I, I'm that colour. I'm used to cold. You're so pale. You yeah. see through. I'm not used to. You don't this. have any skin pigment at all. You are transparent. Now people think I'm an albino. <laughs> no, no. People already think no, I'm bald. You're not like that. You just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wasn't it that you sounded bald? I, had a, <laughs> I got a message on MySpace um, and it said something like, "Somehow I imagined you as being bald." <laughs> I'm, tw- I'm 27. <laughs> with a full head of hair. Uh, with a full, thick head of hair. more hair than many people. Yeah. 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 It's lovely. And I love my long burners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love mine. I groom them. I think there's a war on for the biggest and most beautiful Oh, come on. Birds. My chops win hands down. They're certainly far more ginger. Flaming hockey stick. Flaming well, hockey stick. Those are very well defined. Well, you know, I work wow. hard. What were we saying before we got into We were going to wrap up, really. We were going to do the housekeeping and... Give some shout-outs. Yes, we We should do that last week. What do you mean, last week? And the show we're about to record went out. Are we out of order again? We're out of order. You're out of order. This whole podcast is out of order. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> well, I'll put that down and wait for last week. Yes, <laughs> we got to do it last week. All right. We only have to do general things this week. God. So, yeah, visit our MySpace account, right. myspace.com forward slash movies you should see, and then you can also get our individual profiles apart from Mike because he's scared. He's MySpace uh, free and loving it. Yeah. Although he might not be. Let's just make him a profile. I was going to and just send loads of random messages to people. We'll do that then. Yeah. <laughs> right, you, you're going to put me in check here. I'm going to have yeah. to do it so you don't do that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's not fair. Yes, it is. Oh, not but Mike, 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 See, I've been your photographer. Mike, I've been your photographer for so long. You have got plenty of buff pictures to choose from, and I know you're going to put them all on there. Oh, I'm not. I'm not an egocentric. As soon as you get kidding? going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've got so to put you, camera you face can check out MySpace. We had not said that we are sponsored in part by Peerflix.com. We certainly are. We are indeed. Are. Peerflix.com. Go to them, peerflix.com slash movies you should see. Yep. To, and, to inform them that we sent you there. Yeah. And check it out. What they do is they run a service whereby you can trade in your old DVDs for new DVDs. So if you've got any sitting around in your collection that you really don't watch anymore, like also, The Office Season 2 or something like that. Also, for everyone who doesn't know yet, uh, we have started a new show. And we should have Episode 2 online right now. You can find that on Podcast Alley. No, that's next week. Hey? Yeah. Episode 2 is next fortnightly. Yeah, it's out now. Yeah, he's right. So episode two it's is out, out tonight. Now. Yeah, but you, you can me. got it. You can go on to Podcast Alley and away. you can. Oh God, it's out of order. Just, thing. just, it's just, just trust me. So go over to. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's just say the thing. Just, just remember, I'm right. Wow. If, now, if you go to simplysyndicated.com/slash/dvd/commentary. Yeah, you can find the show, or you can find it on iTunes, yeah, or yeah. you can find it on uh, Podcast, Podcast Alley. Alley, which you can now vote for, for as well. Yep. Speaking of which, if you're feeling generous and want to show your appreciation for the show, then a vote on Podcast Alley. We are doing very well, very this much month. appreciated. Yeah. We are currently sixth out of all the movie podcasts. No, now it's next month. All right, okay, so, so, so yeah, last, last month week. we last month. achieved the high height of sixth. Yeah. Um, in the top ten, well, yeah, and then and then the whole four hundred odd movie podcasters out yeah. there. So That's we're fantastic. we're happy with that, but we want to get number one. So come on, guys! Thank you so. It takes so one much minute. For your support. Yeah, and thank, thank you, you so much. Far, yeah. And yeah, that's it because everything else we'll talk about last week. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about it last week. Oh, by the way, Peerflix is only available in the US. If you're outside the US. <clears throat> If you go to our website, uh, simplysyndicated.com slash movies you should see, you'll find that we have added to our forums a DVD swapping classified section. It's under there with Swap Shop. The little yeah. button on the right, go and check it out. I believe a few people have worked it already. Mm. I'm saying this now, I should say it last week. Mm. <laughs> if you're feeling generous, there is a donate button there where you can donate £2 a month to us. Um, obviously, it's entirely up to you. We're not pressuring you to do it but please <laughs> or if you like something for your money which, which i think is, is fair yeah, yeah, much yeah. better yeah you can get our very first eight episodes they're available for download in our store that's good because someone has actually asked on the forum which was the first one because um, yes. they had no idea so i can't remember who that was but there you go 
It's yeah. 28 Days Later. 28 Days Later. It is of questionable quality. <laughs> you can download it for a very reasonable price on our website. <clears throat> and also, probably by this time, some short movies and other things as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which, is okay. Which I won't talk about now because we've right, gone let's on go. forever. Yeah, let's go. Yes. We've gone on forever. So let's leave it. That was City of God. Yes, do. Thank we you are. Very Movies good you should see. We are. We good are. night. We're out. Thanks. Good luck. Bye. I was saying good night as well, man. Yeah, you always did. Yeah. Uh,